Welcome to Confidence Rockstar Podcast, a place where you will find inspiration, motivation, and let's say, kick in the bottom to take action and create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Alex Grzybek, and I'll help you quiet that little voice inside your head saying, you can't do this. So you have the courage to go for what you've always wanted on your terms. Every week, I'll bring you some confidence golden nuggets, present an awesome interview in order to empower you to step up your game. It's time to choose happy and shine. It's time to become a confidence rockstar. Let's dive deep. Coming up in this episode... You will be surprised how many people they go for a job interview, and this is a fact, and they ask the employer, um, excuse me, what is this company? And what is this position? Because, you know, I don't remember. Hi, everyone. It's Alex here, and welcome to the next episode of Confidence Rockstar Podcast. Today, we will focus on job interviews again, because I know that many of you ask me about it. I know that this is very relevant subject at the moment. A lot of people lost their jobs recently and are looking for new ones, or they would like to change and many recruitment processes were on hold. And right now, it kind of looks a little bit better. So some of the companies hire again, and that's why you get more invitations for job interviews. So that's why, you know, today we will come back to our job interviews. And today I would like to talk to you about most common mistakes that people make during the job interview that can actually sabotage your success. So you can have an amazing resume, you can, you know, have great skills, competences, experience. However, if you make some mistakes during the job interview, the chances are you may actually not get this job. So we would like to avoid uh, these mistakes. And today I will share with you six most common job interview mistakes that people make that may sabotage their success. Okay, so let's start with number one. Number one is that people lie in their CV. Yes, they do. You may be thinking, well, come on, how can you lie on in your CV? Well, people do. So I want to really tell you, do not lie in your CV. Whether it is connected with your experience, whether this is connected with your skills, your competences, your responsibilities, what you were in charge of in your previous or current work, do not lie. So if you work in marketing, but you have nothing to do with PR, for example, do not say that you are marketing and PR manager because it looks great on your resume. People will find out sooner or later. Right now, the opportunities to check you out are wider than you can think. Not only they can check uh, your, you know, social media, your LinkedIn profile and see what you are doing, but also they can just call or email your current or previous employer for the references. And by talking with them, they may find out that you lied. 
And, uh, you know, when you lie in your CV, first of all, it is not good because it will come out sooner or later. It will come out. Maybe not during the job interview, but maybe later when you start working and you said that you can do something and they will ask you actually to complete this task, but you will have no idea how to do it. So it will come out uh, sooner or later. So I do not encourage that. And secondly, you will not get this job. And not necessarily because you don't have this competence, not necessarily because you don't have the skills, not necessarily because, uh, you know, they require, I don't know, advanced um, German and you only have basic. You will not get this job because you lied. So it means that you are not trustworthy person. It means that during the first um, kind of contact with the company, you were not honest. So what they can expect from you later. They cannot trust you. They cannot, um, they may think that you are not responsible person because you lied. So my really big, big, big advice is do not lie in your CV because it will come out sooner or later. And secondly, you will not get this job. I get this a lot. Like many people uh, don't know what to write when it comes to their language skills, whether it's, I don't know, English, German, Spanish, uh, you name it. And people don't know what to write, whether it's like, you know, basic level, whether it's advanced, whether it's A1, B2 or C1, anything like that. And again, here, I would like you to be honest, because most likely, if you have, for example, if you are from a different country and you have interview in English, they will check it out. Yes. So if you write down that you're advanced or you are fluent or you have like C1, C2 level and you cannot answer simple questions, then it doesn't look professional. And of course, you will not be relevant person for this position because you don't meet very, very essential criteria. So I really encourage you to be honest when it comes to your language skills. But at the same time, don't really make it lower than it is. I see it especially amongst women that they speak fluently different languages, but they put like basic or they put like B1 when they can really put like C1, for example, level. Yes, if you are not uh, familiar with this terminology, A1, B1, C1, etc., just, you know, you can have like, you know, basic, intermediate, advanced or fluent. So um, you can use these words. But generally, I don't want you to lie. I don't want you to say something that is not true. But at the same time, put yourself in a positive light. And uh, if you are able to communicate, if you are able to answer a question, if you are able to be prepared for the whole interview in different language, your level is not basic. All right. So that was all about lying uh, in your CV. Mistake number one. Number two, people don't know anything about the company that um, they want to get a job um, at. And the second thing is that they don't know anything about the position they are applying for. So what do I mean by that? Many times it may be a question, what do you know about our company? And, uh, you know, over there, you need to say what you know about the company. So basically, you need to do your homework. You need to do your research. You need to check the company website. You need to check the company social media, uh, whether there are any articles about the company, what's going on. And you need to know where you are going. 
First of all, you need to know what products or services the company uh, offers, and you need to you need to know more about it. Where is the company headquarters? What they do? What is their turnover, for example? Which countries they operate? I don't know what is their mission, vision, values. You need to check it out. And also, important thing: if you are like you're from a different country, like I work with a lot of people from Poland, they tell me that they get ready for it and they know everything in Polish, but then you know they don't know how to say it. In English. If you do have an interview in English, you need to be able to know the company facts in English as well. So get ready. Do your homework, do your research, check out the company, what they do, how they do it, why they are good in what they do, maybe what are their plans for expansion, what is happening generally. Do your homework. Your employer will be impressed if you uh, have done your homework. And it also shows that you are prepared. Okay, so this is about the company. And secondly, people don't know anything about um, the position that they apply for. So what do I mean by that? I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people, they send CVs to different places, yes, to different companies, maybe sometimes to the same company for different positions. And I get that. I get that you may be kind of overwhelmed with the amount of CV you send. And then when somebody calls you for the interview, you forgot which company, what position, etc. However, if you are going for this job interview, you need to stop you need to sit down and you need to go through the description of the advert of the job offer and be ready. So you need to know whether you are going for the managerial role or for the, I don't know, the cleaner stuff. Yes, I know that this is the extreme example, but you need to know that. You will be surprised how many people they go for a job interview, and this is a fact, and they ask the employer, um, excuse me, what is this company? And what is this position? Because, you know, I don't remember. I forgot. I've sent like, you know, so many CVs that I don't uh, remember. I lost track. Yes, people do that. So you cannot make this mistake. It doesn't look professional. It doesn't look you've done your homework. It doesn't look you are prepared. It doesn't look you care about this company. And of course, of course, it's normal that you send like, you know, many CVs, but when you are physically at this interview, I mean, in front of this person or online, how it happens right now, you need to show that this is kind of the only company you sent your resume to, and you are very, very committed to work for them. Of course, if you are, if you are interested in this job, and you cannot be, you know, baffling about what, uh, what is, what is happening here. So do your homework, check out what the company does, go through the job description, go through the responsibilities you will be in charge of, go through the job requirements they want, because this will help you prepare the answers to your questions. I often see that people um, kind of struggle to answer interview questions, but actually, if you pay attention to the job description, it is written honestly written from A to Z what they are looking for, whether they are looking for somebody with that experience or with different experience, whether they are looking for somebody with this kind of skills or that kind of skills, whether they want a team player or somebody who works uh, on their own. So read it carefully because that will help you be ready and prepared for this job interview. Another, like the third mistake is that people come to a job interview unprepared and unprepared on different levels. So first of all, 
I believe that the more prepared you are, the less your stress will be and the more confident you will feel. So again, you need to do your homework. You need to get ready. You need to know about the company, but you need to be able to answer most common interview questions. I've recorded podcast episode on how to rock most common interview questions. So you can um, come back to that and, and listen to it. There are a few questions over there. But of course, when I work with my clients one to one or in my group programs, I cover much more questions and we go through every single one of them and I tell you how to answer them, what not to say, what to say, how to say it as well. So it's very, very important to be able to answer these questions. So, you know, if somebody asks you, like, tell me something about yourself, you shouldn't be sitting there and thinking, hmm, what should I say? What should I answer? You need to have it in your, like, you know, little finger. You need to be able to just say it fluently. You need to practice it at home over and over again and basically smash it. This is not the time to think about the answer. This is not the time to hmm, analyze which skills, what strengths and what weaknesses you can uh, talk about. You need to know this beforehand. And if you have an um, interview in different languages, the same. You need to practice this in the language that the interview will be in, whether it's English, Spanish, Polish, German, uh, or Italian. So be prepared to answer all interview questions, whether they are, you know, small, big. Most likely the employer won't ask you all the questions that you will prepare for. However, the better prepared you are, the less stressed you will be and the more confident you will be. I know that I'm repeating it, but this is really, really, really true. There is a saying that when the emotions are high, the intelligence is down. So if we are very, very stressed, if we are very, very nervous, then sometimes we cannot think clearly. You would probably agree with that. So the more prepared you are, the easier it will be for you to answer it. And if you practice it, if you practice this in front of the mirror, if you practice this with your partner, with your friend, and you say it out loud over and over again, when they ask you this question, you will know that you will smash it because you've done it over and over again and you've prepared for it very, very well. So be prepared to answer the questions. The second thing here, be prepared in different language. So if somebody tells you that the interview, for example, will be in uh, Polish, but they may check your English competences, you don't know what kind of question they will ask you in English. So, you know, I would get my answers ready in English for all interview questions. And this is the same with other languages. And of course, if you are um, told that you will have the whole interview in English or in German or in Spanish or whatever language, you need to be prepared in this language completely, fully from A to Z. Very, very important. And number three here is that when people are unprepared, they are unprepared on what kind of questions they may ask their interviewer. So um, the interviewer can ask you like at the end, do you have any questions for us? And if you say no, it doesn't look very professional. So I would really think about what kind of questions you may have for them. And to be quite honest, I don't encourage, especially during the first interview, especially when you have the phone interview, which is quick, I wouldn't ask about how much uh, holidays I would have and if I can leave work earlier and if uh, do you pay extra for the overtime and stuff like that. 
because it doesn't sound again very professional. It doesn't look that you are really interested in the job itself, in the position itself, but you are interested in like, you know, number of holidays. And of course, I do understand that this is important and you would like to know the answer for it, but you can ask it later. So for example, if you have like two or three stages of the interview of the recruitment process in general, do not ask it during the first interview. Ask questions which are intelligent. Ask questions that tell more about you and your interests. So for example, can you tell me like, you know, about the career development, for example, in this position or how many people um, will be on my team? This kind of stuff, yes, or what kind of projects I will be involved in. This is just like, you know, some examples. Your questions need to be intelligent. Your questions need to address um, the fact that you would like to grow and develop and that you see yourself in this company and also that you would like to bring like, you know, your contribution to the company success. So third mistake that people are not prepared. And like I've covered three things here. So they are not prepared generally to answer the questions. They are not prepared to answer these questions in the language that is required for this interview. And number three, they are not prepared to ask questions themselves. So number four, Another mistake, a big one. Talking in a bad way about your current or past uh, employers. So bad mouthing the previous employers. And you know what? I know that you may have all the reasons to do so. Maybe it was horrible. Maybe it is horrible. But don't say that during your job interview. The person on the other side, your interviewer, he or she, they don't know the whole story. They don't know the full picture. They only hear it from you. And if you put your previous or your current boss in a bad light, it puts you in the bad light. And it doesn't uh, look professional again. You know, there is always, there are always two sides of the stories. Yes. So uh, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. So if you are very negative about your previous or current employer, it means that probably it was your fault somewhere there a little bit. Maybe we don't know and they don't know that. However, if you say uh, in the wrong way about your previous boss, previous employer, they don't know if they can trust you again. They don't know how you will tell about them. They don't know if you are going to be nice in front of them and then talk um, some kind of crazy stories about them behind their back. So I don't recommend like bad mouthing past employers because it is very, very, very risky way. Having said that, recently somebody asked me that she's been working uh, for one company for like three months only. And it was uh, very, very, very horrible over there because they didn't respect the employees at all. They were even using some kind of sexist jokes toward the ladies and it was a lot of mobbing over there and it was really a very naughty atmosphere. And she's been working there for like three months and she uh, she left. And basically when she was looking for a new job, of course, the future employer would ask her, why did you change your job after three months? So she was like, how to answer this question in order not to put them in the bad light? So, you know, in this case, I would just say the fact 
I wouldn't talk about like emotions here. I would say the fact that the, in the company, it was lack of respect for the employees in general, and I couldn't tolerate it. It was just too much for me. So I'm looking to work for the company who uh, respects employees, who pays attention to like, you know, our needs and uh, basically where I can feel safe. And I would just say about the fact that it was lack of respect, for example, or things like that. Don't talk about emotions. Don't talk about it was horrible, it was a disaster, things like that. No, just say the fact and say it very like, you know, specific thing, no details, just say it like, you know, in in general, and that will be completely enough. Okay. But like the rule of thumb generally is like not to talk uh, in the wrong way about your previous uh, employers, because that's a very, very um, risky business. And you don't want to put yourself in the in the bad light. Okay. Number five, mistake number five is arriving late for the interview. And this sounds kind of obvious, but uh, people sometimes uh, arrive late. So, you know, if you arrive late for your interview, you don't really make a very good first impression. And there is a saying that you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. So you need to make the best first impression and arriving late is not the way to do it. So make sure that you leave home earlier. It's better to be early and to walk around or go for a coffee to the nearby cafe rather than being late and being nervous, being stressed and, you know, jumping into the the, the office, you know, like crazy. So you don't want to do that. When you are late, you also show lack of the respect for the for the other person, for the potential employer. And you also show lack of preparation and organization because, you know, you didn't plan it uh, to be on time. You didn't take into consideration that there may be something happening in the city, I don't know, on the train, on the um, bus or whatever. So it shows lack of uh, preparation and organization and you don't want to be seen as such person. So just make sure that you are on time. Yes, it's always better to be early than on time, but don't show up like, you know, hour earlier and expect that somebody will uh, talk to you because they may have other responsibilities. So if you arrived much earlier, because just in case you left home much earlier, just sit by somewhere and uh, and wait. Yes, you can read a book, you can listen to power songs, you can visualize your interview and um, get into the state where you feel confident and comfortable. That will help you big time. If you actually have like few minutes, uh, go to the bathroom, do like few jumping jacks, you will feel much, much uh, more confident and you will be smiling and you will shake uh, the hand of the potential employer with confidence and that will be radiating all over you, that confidence. So you can present yourself in the best possible way. All right. So that was number five. Just be on time. That's it. And number six, uh, when it comes to mistakes, is dressing inappropriately. Yes, so, you know, here we can talk a lot about it, how to dress for an interview, but it has to be the appropriate outfit. Yes, so what is good to do is to check out the company's uh, culture, check out the company's website, uh, social media profiles, and to see what kind of clothes they wear. It doesn't necessarily need to be a suit and white shirt. It depends on the company's culture. 
So when you look at the pictures, when you see what kind of outfit they've got, you need to match it. Yes. So maybe if you go for the recruitment process to like a fitness club, it wouldn't really look great if you are over there in a suit and uh, like, you know, in high heels when it comes to a woman and you apply for the fitness instructor position. Not necessarily. If you go for the managerial positions, if you go for the office work, then it may be suitable. But for something more casual, it doesn't really look appropriate. Yes? So what is important is to check the culture of the uh, company. If you know somebody who works for this company, it is better always to, to, to ask, how do you need to dress for this interview? But, uh, you know, the rule of thumb here, again, I would say, if you are not sure, it's better to go traditional. So go with the professional outlook, look nice and tidy and, uh, you know, make sure that your shoes are clean, make sure that your clothes are clean, make sure that they are ironed. I know that it sounds obvious, but believe me, many people forget about it. Yes, your hair needs to be clean when you put like the makeup, when I'm talking to the ladies here, don't make it like too wild. Yes, and uh, just make sure that you are clean and neat and tidy and your clothes are the same. So just make sure you dress uh, appropriately and that will be seen as professional look. Okay, so we've covered today like six mistakes that people make when it comes to job interviews. So let me just sum them up once again. So the first mistake is that people lie in their CVs. Don't do that. Number two, People don't know anything about the company and the job that they are applying for. Number three, people are unprepared and they are unprepared in general to answer job interview questions. They are not prepared in the language that the interview will be in or part of the interview will be in. And they are not prepared when it comes to them asking questions to the potential employer. Number four, bad-mouthing past employers, putting them in the bad light. Number four, arriving late for a job interview. And number six, dressing appropriate for a job interview. So that was it. I covered uh, for you like six mistakes and how to avoid them because this is the key. The most important thing is to avoid these mistakes so you may not sabotage your uh, success. Trust me, I work with a lot of people who are preparing for a job interview. I also work with employers who recruit people for different job positions. And I hear stories that sometimes I cannot really believe. So I really want you to avoid all those mistakes that I've covered today because they are common. And they really, even if your skills, your competences, your experience, your education is the best one, this mistake may actually determine whether you get this job or not. And if they are very, very, very serious, you will not get the job because of that. So we want to avoid this situation. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you did, uh, please leave a comment um, and uh, write a review on iTunes. It will be absolutely great to have it from you. That also helps other people to find the show and to uh, also listen to, to these episodes. You can also share it with your friends or your loved ones, anybody who is looking for a job or on a job market, how to avoid uh, the, the mistakes that may sabotage your job interview success. 
So I will be grateful if you can do that. And if you do need any help when it comes to preparation for a job interview, I coach in Polish and in English. So I work with people one-to-one and I also have like an ebook and I also have online course when it comes to job interview preparation. Please contact me on contact at alexgrzybek.com. Send me a message or you can contact me via social media and I uh, will uh, be very, very happy to, to, to help you. My clients come to me, we work together, I go through different questions with them, I tell them what to say, what not to say, what to avoid, what not to avoid, how to present yourself as a confident superstar during this interview and how to take uh, um, how to take advantage over competition because you really need to rock this job interview in order to be able to get this job you need to show them why you not anybody else needs to be hired and i work with my clients doing uh, uh, that so if you if that resonates with you if you need help to get ready to smash your next job interview in polish or in english uh, please contact me and i'll be happy to help you out so my clients get jobs and i want you to get yours as well So thank you so much once again for listening. Have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. To get started on your confidence journey, I invite you to grab free five-day email course, Confidence Rockstar. You will get five daily lessons sent directly to your mailbox, so you will have access to them anytime you like. You can grab this gift on the website alexgrzybek.com forward slash five days. All of the links to this episode you will find in the show notes below. And one more thing. I want to invite you to my personal website alexgrzybek.com where you'll find other podcast episodes and more of the free resources to help you on your confidence journey. Bye for now and I'll see you in the next episode.